You're listening to the Growth Exponential Podcast. I'm your host, Bradley Cook. Today, I'm joined by Jenna Schulman, who's the CEO of Jewish Educational Loan Fund, which is such an important organization. And I'm really excited to learn more about this, about Shelf today and your background. So welcome. Hi, Bradley. Thank you very much for having me. I'm looking forward to being a part of your podcast today. Great. Excellent. So could you share with me at a high level, just a little bit more about your story and what led you to where you are today? It took a few years to kind of get back on track with my career. I did go to law school and law school was a fantastic experience for many reasons. But while I was there, I also had a real inclination that I actually wanted to work in the nonprofit sector. So after law school, my first position that I got was actually working in development for Emory Law. I think it was a good segue for me because it allowed me to kind of feel like I was doing something in the law and keeping true to what I had studied. But I actually was taking more of the nonprofit spin on that. I worked a variety of nonprofit jobs for my first few years in nonprofit as I tried to gain experience. And there was a point where probably around the 08, you know, very bad time in the economy where I was really kind of concerned about whether I could ever actually make it in nonprofit, to be honest. So I did take a foray into the real estate Uh, industry when I got my real estate license and had some great success at it for the first few years. But as I did see my nonprofit career beginning to grow, it eventually became apparent to me that that was the arena that I wanted to stick with. And I'm glad I did. That's really interesting that there was that crossover of about two years where you were both doing real estate and both being at Ord America, which is an organization for rehabilitation training for individuals around the world. Could you share with us at a high level about the Jewish Educational Loan Fund? Jewish Educational Loan Fund, or JELF, which is what we most commonly call it, is a fantastic organization that has actually been around for over 150 years, believe it or not. We serve a five-state region, Florida, Georgia, North and South Carolina, as well as Virginia. And in short, we provide interest-free loans for Jewish students who are deserving and who prove a need to help them attend any kind of post high school education. That could be college, earning a four year degree, it could be vocational school, technical school, graduate school, and we really don't limit as long as you have already obtained your high school degree. And so it's been extremely rewarding to serve such a variety of students and really kind of help them pursue their dreams. That's amazing. And I have to ask, because right now we're in the middle of this COVID-19 pandemic, and there's so much uncertainty around schools and what's next. And students are accruing debt through loans or other things. Like, how has this COVID-19 pandemic affected your organization? In what ways has it provided new opportunities? I think COVID has affected every business a little bit differently. Uh, Rewind back to March. So seasonally, students apply to JELF between March and April each year. And so when March 1st began, we had no idea what we were about to be in store for. But JELF was already, March 1st, 
opened up our application season for the 2020-21 academic year, we were seeing an incredible surge in the number of application. And so fast forward, just two weeks in, we were 85% up year to date what we had been in 2019. And all of a sudden, the pandemic began and people went into hysteria in terms of what was going to be happening and how it all was going to affect everything from school and academia. We immediately saw about a week where nobody applied, going from 85% up on a daily basis. And then I think once everybody got past that, we started seeing our applications continuing to roll in. To date, we're 63% ahead of where we were at this time last year. And it has really affected us. We've been reading a lot of stories of, from students who may not have thought that they needed loans to get to school, but because mom or dad or whoever was supporting them was furloughed unexpectedly, unemployed, or reduced some kind of salary, suddenly realizing what they were going to need to college, whether it was online or on campus, became an even bigger hurdle. And so we've been struggling to kind of keep up up with the volume of loans, both from a processing angle as well as a funding angle, and just working really hard to ensure that we can help these kids through this tough time. What a tough time it is for everyone, whether socially or health-wise or financially, even though the markets are now doing like uh, better than they've done in quite some time. It's just such a great time of uncertainty. I'm curious to know, what are your current goals for GELF? The current goals for GELF are to continue ensuring that we have the funds and the staff to be able to process each and every student loan that comes through to us in individual and personal way, the way that we always have done. And in order to do that, we also have to continue raising the funds, which is not easy during a difficult economic time, to ensure that we can get these students there. And so we're continuing to enhance our branding, our awareness, and our visibility over the last few years, and even more so, especially as we've seen this surge. How does JELF compare to just like taking out a Stafford loan or other options like that that are out there? In short, JELF is considered last dollar loans, which means that we look at what an individual is going to have to pay to go to school that year, including their tuition, their fees, room, board, books, food, utilities, insurance, I mean, you name it, we'll look at exactly what it costs them or should cost them over that one or two semester period that they're applying for. And then we look in another column at what they've been able to bring to the table financially. Sometimes that starts with help at home or their own contribution, and it goes on to scholarships and other loans, and GELF really strives to be there as their last dollar need. So after everything, they come to us after they've gathered it all, including a Stafford loan. We then subtract and figure out what amount they still need and what we can do to help cover their gap. And our goal is to get to as close as 100% of their gap as possible. What are kind of your, how payback words or typical loan sizes to support those last in dollars? So GELF loan sizes are typically under $10,000 a year. And as far as what amount a student really is eligible for varies based on what they need. You know, we do see students on quite a range of needs spectrum, I guess you could say, where there are upper middle class students who are, might have on paper, what looks like a decent 
family income. But when you look at the fact that there are four children and a lot of family expenses and a lot of colleges and graduate schools and different obligations for the family, really what's left there for the student and for this particular academic degree they might be seeking is very little. And on the other hand, you also see students who are coming from very significantly needy families, you know, really difficult situations. And you could see an AGI, that's an adjusted gross income of under $30,000 in some cases. And you're wondering how this student is even getting by day to day. And so when JELF has to pick and choose, the truth is we want to fund them all. But we'll do our best to fund 100% of a student's need when we can tell that there really is nothing else to rely on. And we might have to cut back sometimes on a student where we think that the family could afford an extra $1,000 or whatever it may be, and that this student is still going to get to college, even if we can't give them 100%. As far as payback, we never ask a student to pay us back while they're still a student. So we wait until their final degree from school. We then give them a six-month reprieve period, and then they have an eight-year graduated repayment rate. And what that means is that the payments will start off at the lowest level, 5% of the loans, and then and it'll gradually increase over the eight years. It's a hard thing. Like I'm, I'm in significant debt from my doctoral program. You used JELF. My uh, doctoral program was $210,000. <laughs> but again, that's a prime example. And what I say to people on a weekly basis, particularly people who are in our age range, because the truth is, is that you would have probably needed loans from us in the late 90s to the early 2000s or so, same as me. And I didn't know JELF existed. I'm from Miami, Florida, another area that JELF services, but I had never heard of it. And you may not have either, but that's why we're doing an even better, more incredible job these days of ensuring that Jewish students who could use our support understand that we're there. That's really powerful. And I love that we've spoken about numbers and then also like an overview of what you're doing qualitatively for students. Can we do a little bit of a deeper dive and you share one of your success stories as far as for one specific student that you've really made a powerful impact on their life? Well, there are so many students that it's hard to pick just one. I'm going to go with one example of a couple, actually. And they were immigrants. They came from the Ukraine. And they wound up settling in the Columbia, South Carolina area. Lo and behold, we wound up giving each of them JELF loans, not only for undergraduate, but also for their law and master's degrees, respectively. And it turned out that they wound up getting married to each other. Today, they live in the Boston area, and they're wildly successful individuals who are very involved in the Jewish community and really individually credit a lot of their getting on their footing was to JELF when they look back at how the Jewish community stood up and helped them when they immigrated. What's so funny, though, is that neither of them ever knew that JELF had helped the other. And so years later, when JELF was cultivating one of them as an alum, we put two and two together and realized that they were now married to each other. And they just really have such an amazing story of perseverance. And when we see alum years and years later who still credit our organization with what helped them give them that leg up without interest, it's very, very special. And I talk to students who are in their 20s who are very appreciative of JELF. And I've talked to people who are in their 70s and 80s who also have incredible JELF stories. 
How are you right now measuring success? Well, I think that the two best measures of success that GELF has are first, our 99% student repayment rate of our loans. And even during this very difficult time, we have had just only a few situations where students have had to call us and ask us for some kind of reduced rate or any kind of reprieve based on the current status of what's going on in the world. We have really loyal students who want to pay us back, many of whom have actually told us that they've paid us back and chosen to pay us back before they've ever wanted to pay back their government loans simply because they care and they understand that they fit into a cycle that is running through them. They got the help because other students before them paid back and if they stop paying back, it won't be there for future students. And I think that's very powerful. And I think it sets an amazing Jewish community example. And so the fact that we've been at 99% for 10 consecutive years now has really been a, a testimony of our success. And further, I think that our donor success is also speaks volumes. We have just gained so much presence in our five-state region with donors who really value the higher education and its meaning to the Jewish community and who've come back to support us, and particularly the number of alumni donors who have been done paying us back, finished off, no more obligation to us, and then voluntarily choose to either get involved or give back as a donor. And that is very powerful as well. I mean, it's really interesting because you know, the highest level of sadaka of charity is enabling others to become proficient and an incredibly high level that's outside of that is being able to give money to what's called a gemach, which is stands for gemilut chasadim, which is never-ending kindness. And so that's really beautiful, the approach that you're taking and the cycle that it enters individuals in. You're doing so much good for so many people. What are ways that our listeners can help you? First of all, listeners come from all over and you know, JELP does serve a five-state region. If you happen to know someone who either might need our financial aid or who would be interested in what we do, you know, please send them to JELP.org. I think that's just a great way. We've recently enhanced and upgraded our website, and it's a fun website that has a lot of stories, testimonials, fabulous videos, online resources for students, other scholarships that they can benefit from. And I would just say, please send your folks in Florida Georgia, both Carolinas and Virginia over to jelf.org. But additionally, if you live outside of the region, I think it's really important to know that interest-free loan organizations within the Jewish community, because of what Bradley said in terms of interest-free loans just being a really profound way of giving Sadaka, it's stuck. And we have interest-free lending organizations around our country that exist and some of them exist for higher education like we do and others exist for a medley of other reasons and emergency aid and I if you haven't been familiar with the one in your city check it out how do people find you well, that's a great question too. I've already mentioned our great website at jelf.org, but we also have an active Facebook presence as well as a fairly newer Instagram presence. We finally jumped on the bandwagon about a year ago and Instagram has been a great forum for us to connect with particularly our applicants and younger individuals, but we give uh, financial aid tips and all kinds of things that are relatable even to somebody outside of our region. And so I certainly encourage anybody 
everybody who's listening to just give us a follow on Instagram or Facebook, whatever you're choosing, and kind of learn a lot more about the higher ed sector in general. That's great. Well, I want to thank you so much for all that you're doing and joining us today for the Growth Exponential podcast and wish you success in all your worthy endeavors. Thank you very much, Bradley, for giving me the opportunity. It was a real pleasure. You've been listening to the Growth Exponential podcast. If you know an executive director or nonprofit professional that you think I should interview, shoot me an email at bradley at growthexponential.org.